What's up, guys? I'm TJ Trepanier, and this is the Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast, where we will be discussing all aspects of racing and what it takes to get out on the track. What up? Welcome back to another episode of Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast. Of course, here with my main man, DJ Rudzinski. What's going on, man? What up, what up? So today, we are going to bring up a, a interesting topic for myself. What does it cost to K-swap a Honda? I, I think it's pretty similar between the EK and the EG. So we're going to kind of walk through what, what the basis will be, what you kind of need, and really what you're going to be paying for that bitch. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good timing because we've been doing so many K-swaps in the shop. Like, literally, we probably did probably, like, since we moved in, probably close to 10 total. Yeah. And I'm, we've been here for six months, so if you look at the average... That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I feel like every other day I'm seeing something come in here for a case of up. Yeah, I mean, we don't post them all just because I've been so busy on social media. I've been so busy in the shop that I haven't posted as much on social media. Mm-hmm. So some of the cool ones slip through the cracks, but and some customers don't want me to share their stuff, which I respect that. I ask everyone, unless I get, like, the total vibe, like, hey, I want you to share my shit. Yeah. I ask everyone to make sure, hey, is it cool if I take a picture of your car blah blah whatever so well there's a lot of people that like to keep that shit on the low yeah i mean it's you know it's a honda and mm-hmm. people are spending a lot of money on it so we don't yeah. need no shoppers taking anyone's cars yeah and it's christmas time so if yeah. you if you got any ideas on what you want this is the time to listen up baby yeah, let's go listen up it's i literally have this guy's bill kind of right in front of me that we can kind of go off of mm-hmm. now i had some of these prices that we have are just going to be kind of like roughly because you know he got good deals on a lot of stuff and then some stuff he bought full price from other people and some of the stuff you know it I, just don't, I just don't get as good of a discount so it's but gonna vary regardless of what you go to i mean yeah it, of course i mean i try to get the best deal for everyone so i mean if you could definitely find a cheaper i'm sure we might not be the cheapest mm-hmm. i don't shoot to be the cheapest either so you know a lot of people choose to support us by just paying a fair price yeah you know? but you can go on amazon and probably save yourself a I'd say probably like 500 bucks if you bought everything on Amazon prices. Yeah. So like total, like through the whole build. Yeah. So I generally try to match. I do my best to match eBay if I can. You know, I want to help everyone out. I'm not here to, you know. Yeah, do anybody on some shit. Yeah, because yeah. I know what it feels like to spend this much money on your car. You know, it sucks. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always a hard thing to come up and actually pull that out of your pocket. But in the end, it's, you know, you're paying for the best parts. So you got to make sure that you're, if, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it big. Yeah, no. And yeah. What's nice is I kind of, like, am able to guide the customers on, like, hey, you can save a little money on this part, but you should spend a little bit more and buy this part. You know, like, yeah. this part, you can use the cheaper version of it. This part, you should really buy the best quality one. Because I've done so many. I've seen so many goods and bads with some of these parts. So Yeah, and a lot of them, and especially if you get it going, you spend all the money, and then something breaks right away. And you're oh. like, well, what is this? Well, it's because you bought that cheap-ass part. So. Well, kind of like the EM2 K-Swap. I think he listens to the episode, but he understood what happened. So he had a full Type R swap EM2. Yeah. And he bought everything nice from us, but then he, he already had a cheaper shifter box, the Precision Works, which is PLM. Yeah. And we told him, like, hey, dude, this thing shifts like shit. Yeah. And he was at Automotion, and he accidentally stuffed it in their own gear. And, dude, that motor. Yeah. I've seen motors get fucked up a lot, but that was the worst 
so I was there at the house when we were cranking it over, trying to figure out exactly what, what was it. Oh, that's the, I don't know, you probably didn't see my Snapchat, but literally the piston was gone. Oh, that was that one? Yeah, and the rod was bent in an S. It was that bad? The cylinder sleeve was cracked. The head was totally fucked, like just mashed everything. Dude, I didn't know so that was bad. that one. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst oh, blow, no. up, blow up I've seen. Yeah, I felt super bad for dude um, because, you know, he didn't have the car for very long until he misshifted it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now we got him on a full K24 with using a lot of his K20 type R parts. Yeah. So he should be pretty happy. He's, he's having a little issue right now with, like, some... The multiplexer is going out on the on his cluster. So oh, really? So he's got to go back. And, but the car's been sitting for, like, a year, so you never know, like... Yeah. You know. What actually could happen. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into it. First, obviously, the biggest thing that you have to do before you... When you do a case swap is get a case. Yeah. You got to get a case series. Yep. And that's where it comes in the which which K do you choose? K20, K24. What do you want to do? How do which mean, K20, Now you've K20 had both. <laughs> yeah. Now you've had both, but you never got to drive the 24. Not yet. Not so. yet. So I'm excited for that. If you didn't know, I won that K24 off the Black Friday raffle. Yep. Yep. I am fucking thrilled Dude, about I, it. I can't believe how lucky that was. Like it was coming no. down to it like right at that spot and i was like oh man he's because like we do it 100 fair like yeah. people were here they were surrounding us they watched us i let it was live too i let one of the people on the video comment um how long the wheel spun for so like everything was 100 out of my control all i did was click the button mm-hmm. and it was obviously live and it, when it landed i was like tj you lucky bitch yeah. like, <laughs> i wanted to get a spot but that's a little unfair for me to get it you know because yeah. i'm obviously doing it so it's your raffle right yeah that'd be real shady yeah <laughs> just yeah i don't know it, i guess if people would frown upon it oh, yeah okay. all right all right back into it so anyways so, yeah you got to buy a motor so mm-hmm. it, depending on what the prices it, it does vary between the k20 oh, yeah, and the k24 definitely. so basically what are we looking at for a k20 so you they want to go k20 size so k20 is hard to kind of price out because they really can sell for whatever because okay. you can't go to the like if you were to go to the jdm engine place and buy a k20 it's like three grand really right because okay. they only have the type the r JDMs. they don't have the type s version I've seen Type S motors here go for around eleven or twelve hundred. Okay. Ish. Like that's not you know, so it's give or take. You could someone's gonna say, Hey, I can find one for seven hundred, which yeah. you can. So yeah. we'll just say about eleven hundred, kind of meet in the middle. Okay. I've seen them go for more, I've seen them go for less. Mm-hmm. Just say the motor's eleven hundred for K twenty. Okay. Which is pretty much now, since the JDM engine places are catching on mm-hmm. of the K twenty four. Is it the same? So yeah. the JDM engine place, it's eleven fifty for a TSX K twenty four. Okay. So we'll just say they're both about the same price. The initial motor buy in is the same price. Yeah. If you're going to go that route. And then obviously after that, so we're right in what the eleven. We'll just say we'll just say eleven hundred bucks. Eleven hundred bucks for either one. Yeah. But then that that's just starting with the heart, and then we have to go into the trans. Right. So then as we go into the trans, there's a five speed. You can go to the five speed or the six speed if you really if you yeah. want to go into it. Six so speed is obviously the better one to go with. Yeah, it depends on what you're doing with it. A lot of the drag people would prefer the five-speed, the drag race guys. Okay. I prefer the six-speed, but also you can get the um, SI trans okay. the, from the eighth-gen SI, which comes factory LSD. Mm. So there's there's those options. I mean, there's people that use the TSX trans as well. Hasport makes mounts for it. K-Tune makes conversion stuff for it. That is not as popular because it's not Long. as good of a trans. Yeah, the it's just weird. Okay. No one really does it, and you got special mounts and all the shit. So. Oh yeah. Okay. No one really does. We'll just talk to the main ones. We'll okay. talk. We'll talk regular K series trans. We'll talk regular K series five speed, six speed, and then the SI trans. So, Kay. regular five speeds right now, I see going for like around eight hundred bucks. Okay. <clears throat> six speeds, I see for around eight to a thousand. 
yeah. so another two to four hundred. Yeah. And then um, if you're talking SI trans, I see them from a thousand to fifteen hundred because it has factory L shit. Yeah. So let's uh, just say you're between, you're basically if you kind of want to meet in the middle, just say you're planning on spending a thousand bucks for a trans. Yeah. If we're just going to be blunt about it, that's right. what it is. So we're about eleven to. We'll, we'll give a full price. I, I have. And, yeah. I'm looking at the customer's bill, so I literally can tell you price piece okay. by piece, mm-hmm. and at the end we'll kind of go over kind of what he did. Uh, Tony, if you're listening, sorry, I'm sharing how much you paid. No, we're not <laughs> mad, um, but we're gonna kind of we're gonna we'll fudge some numbers to kind of not make it exactly what yeah. he paid, just so for yep. his privacy. But so and then after we obviously trans motor. So then. the main thing, transmotor, putting the motor in the car, you yep. need motor mounts. Yep. So Hasport mounts. Um, like generally, three. they're no, they're way more than they used to be. Damn, really? Yeah, they're like closer to five. Dang. So I swear I I spent like three fifty like five years. Ago. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I mean they used to be like Hasport had a price increase, so they used to be like four something. Well, like everything has kind of had a price so, increase nowadays. Yeah. Now they're like I want to say they're closer to. Four ninety, so just round oh. up five hundred bucks ish. Okay, so yeah, four fifty to five hundred bucks for mounts. Is um, there? We'll just go. Is there a cheaper option for that, or is there it mostly? Is. Oh yeah, you can get Precision Works mounts for like two hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't think I trust that when it comes down to if it. If you're building a race car, no. If you're yeah. just building a car that you're just gonna maybe drive on the street every once in a while and maybe go to a show, then yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably fine. But if you plan to race the car, like even if you. Not that we straight race, but even if you do have some fun in the street, I still would just spend the better and buy the Hasport. Yeah, yeah. Don't want anything breaking and then screwing that up. Right. All right. So then we got that for about, say, five hundred bucks for those. Yeah. Um. Next, what do you think of shifters, shift linkage, and all that stuff? Yeah, the shifter box, the cables, but you know, you need clutch. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all the little stuff that people forget about. I mean, we could just kind of look at his list. So kind of like what he bought first was obviously the motor, which we talked about already, and yep. the transmission, which we talked about. And then um, he had bought in the mounts yep. and an RSX engine harness. Okay. So that the is. engine harness is kind of the thing that people, like, they don't understand why the OEM one is so expensive, and then they buy the cheaper one. Mm-hmm. But we had a customer who had bought one off of, like, Alibaba. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. And it was, it was wired wrong. Okay. And it fried his K-Pro. Damn, really? Yeah. So we had installed it in his car per the, you know, dude, we've done so many case swaps. We wired up, but we always looked at the instructions because this was a one a harness we've never used before. Yeah. And wired it up, just as it said, did all, you know, whatever, plugged the K-Pro in, it lit on fire. Oh, the K-Pro lit on fire? Lit on fire. What and he's like, shit, shit. You know, unplugged it, and then, you know, it, it lit on fire. It burned I've up. never s- seen yeah. anything like that happen before. So I right away am thinking, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, did we wire something wrong? Yeah. And they call some type of a resistance that goes through. Yeah. And I'm thing. like, did I wire something wrong? Or, you know, Andy yeah. was the one doing it, but I'm like, dude, I trust him. I'm like, I know he didn't. And he's like, dude, it's, it's wired right. It's, and we just double checked everything that the wiring and it was 100% right. Yeah. And I called the guy um, at Honda and I'd spoke to him and he's like, nah, dude, the only way that that could ever happen is if power and ground were switched on whoever wired in the harness. In the harness. I took my Capro, my stock harness, and my conversion harness, put it in his car, mm-hmm. fired right up, no problem. So <laughs> I looked, I went, and I actually, so I did all this shit like just pro bono, you know, because I'm not charging the customer for this because I'm trying to figure out a problem, and it yeah. was us. 
and it's my yeah. fault. And, yeah, it's you us. know, and I'm buying him a gay pro. Turns out that whoever had wired the thing was um, was. Uh, Hold on one second. All right, we're back. No, we're good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the neighbor here kind of came in as I was trying to explain. Yeah. Anyways, so I traced it back and found that um, the company that made the cheap harness had flipped ECU power and ECU ground. <laughs> and so it was grounding or it was sending power through the ground and then it fried the, the whole computer. And that's a big, that's a big, we'll talk about that as we start going yeah. into it. So basically what we're saying is get the good harness. If yeah, get, get the, the harness. good harness. Well, he sent it back and even the company verified that they fucked it up and then all it is give us money back. So the company verified that they did it wrong, they wired it wrong, and then they just gave us money back. And dude, now he's an ECU plus K Pro, so we might as well hop into that. K Pro six ninety five. Yeah, just for the K Pro. Now find the ECU. Go on eBay. RSX Type S ECU is about five hundred dollars. You can get the five speed one for like three to four, if you're lucky. But um, yeah, their Type S ECUs are about five, and that's what he had five to six. Fuck. Type R ECUs I see for around seven seven fifty on eBay, so Dude. yeah. So in total he's six ninety five plus we'll just say five hundred for the ECU. So a couple rack of hats like <laughs> yeah, that's eleven hundred bucks. Yeah, you you're know? screwed there. I, I mean, yeah. I would be fairly upset about that. Oh, yeah. he, he, I mean, I borrowed on my personal one because he just he was one of the cars we had case swapped mm-hmm. in that time period, and I just felt bad. So I was like, here, dude. I know money's tight after doing a full case swap, so just borrow my own ECU because I don't need it right now. Yeah. So I just borrowed on my ECU so we could always drive the car and have some fun with it the last couple of months. Yeah. Do now something. It's winter, yeah. so he's going to park it. but Shut it down. Yeah, so <clears> K-Pro, you know, about 11 1200 bucks new. Yep. So that's another step that you got to do, and obviously that's one of the bigger ones that you can't even – there's nothing that you can do to get around that. Or Well, you could you could run, if you wanted to cheap out, you could run stock ECU with uh, K-Tunes Immobilizer Bypass. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do it, nah. but you can if you're trying to do it cheaper. So that would save you because I think the mobiles are probably like 150 bucks or 200 bucks. Well, you lose so much opportunity. Oh, yeah, there's no too. tuning. Yeah, you get it's just it. It's just I. I wouldn't even recommend putting that in no, there. I never do, yeah. and I'm glad a lot of people don't even know it exists. Yep, and then um, so that cables, all that crap, tune, um, what's next? What's another big thing that we start going into with this? Well, so then what he had bought next was a shifter box, axles, throttle cable, and radiator. Was the shipper, sh- the shifter box just a stock one? So he had a really nice interior on his EK, mm-hmm. and he wanted to keep it that way. Okay. So we did the no-cut shifter box okay. um, from Hybrid Racing. Mm-hmm. It's about 400 bucks. Okay. So that one mounts underneath the chassis, and then you can still retain your factory center console and all that jazz. That's nice. Yeah. So... Um, it's a little bit more expensive. Obviously, you can buy a, a stock shifter box combination with cables for about two hundred bucks. Okay. This the shifter box alone was four hundred, and then um, cables was another three. Cables are three hundred bucks now. Uh, yeah, for the ones he got. Okay. He got the nicer ones. Okay. Well, did he have to get those because of the because shifter the box? Shifter box yeah, it didn't work with stock ones. Okay. So, yeah, he had to get that um, throttle cable. He bought K tuned. Um, with the billet bracket is about 90 bucks these days. I mm-hmm. think 80 something, whatever was round up to 90. Um, and then the radiator that he bought, he wanted a nice radiator because he races the car. Um, we did go half size because we kept AC, but he bought a Koyo radiator. One of the thick ones. Yep, the, the triple, double, co- the triple, triple core. Yep, okay. triple core Koyo, um, which was another 250. Okay. So, no cut shifter box. Oh, insa- insane shaft axles. Um, he bought from me. And I'm looking at the price here, and it's a hundred dollars 
less than what I was supposed to sell it for. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just add another hundred to that, just so the people know. Um, so throttle cable, insane shaft axles, radiator, and the no cut shifter box. Um, you're looking right about twelve hundred bucks ish. So that puts you at that. So mm -hmm. that gets you, and that's not even radiator hoses yet. Yeah. That just kind of gets you a little bit more set up. Mm -hmm. And then the next round of what he had bought, because this is this is how I recommend doing the case swap. Okay. Is start by buying the meat and the potatoes, mm -hmm. and then come in in rounds and buy this, buy that. And yeah. then once you have enough to where we can start working on the car, and you can continue to come in and still buy more, um, at least, you yeah. know. So we did it in waves. So. Yeah. We'll just say so that, you know, you got your motor and your trans and, you know, your basic stuff there. And then he came in and we had talked about what you're going to do for an exhaust. Yeah. So K-Swap cars, to do it nice is tricky. You know, a lot of people, like, when people hear the number at the end of this, yeah, they're going to be like, that's way too much. I can do it for, you know, way less, half that, quarter that. Okay. But you can't do it nice. Yeah. I mean, I see, I, I work on the K-Swap cars <laughs> from the area yeah. and... There's some shit boxes that people just don't know, or they just ha cobble it together, and you know they don't take the time to make it perfect. But yeah. Tony wanted it perfect, and you always so, run into issues with it too, yeah. no matter what. No, and I'm not saying that it's bad for people to do their own work. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I just, I'm just this car example is it was done perfect. Yeah. There is not a single thing on this car that wasn't done to the way that I would personally do it to my car if money wasn't an option. Yeah. Um, so the next thing was the exhaust, and that's, like I said, that's a big thing. So we had bought a nice Speed Factory kit, okay. which is pretty popular for the K-Swap people because it's a pre-bent mm -hmm. kind of, you only got to do very minimal modifications to make it work. Um, but it is three inch, so it's kind of tricky to make a muffler fit. Is it the one that kind of like slides together? Like they, yeah, they have the we we together? you can slide it together, and that's what a lot of people do. But we cut it. we cut and welded it everything, yeah. so it's full TIG welded exhaust. Okay. Um, we also put a catalytic converter in it. Okay. Um, three inch. Trying to pass emissions? It does pass emissions. Yep. Really? Yeah. So oh, that's cool. Speed Factor exhaust kit, vibrant muffler, um, had a high flow cat. So right there, you're looking right around like five hundred bucks. So that your exhaust system is about five hundred bucks without me welding it, obviously. Okay, I was just about to say so, that's not bad for an exhaust system yeah. if it's fully done. But yeah, I mean if you can do it yourself, that's yeah, yeah it's not bad. Mm -hmm. So vibrant muffler, which is nice, high flow cat, which was quality, and then yeah. the speed factory piping, which is quality um, stainless piping as mm -hmm. well. So that's about that. That gets your exhaust taken care of. So mm -hmm. obviously you're gonna have to mate your header to your exhaust. Yeah, yeah. That's you know test pipe, but we'll just people can figure that out. On their yeah, own. it's about hundred bucks. But mm -hmm. so then you got that. Next thing would be pretty much what he did was um, he wanted to get his radiator hoses. Yeah. Um, so we had to use, since we're doing a K24 swap, K-Tune makes um, K-Swap hoses. Okay. So it makes it pretty nice, straight forward, yeah. and not much for us to do, except for we have to mount the feet for that radiator with the modify the feet on the car. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you just have to move them, basically, right? Yeah, we or have to move because we were keeping AC, we had to move it over and the K24 to make it line up perfectly. Yeah, we had to move them over and actually lower it a little bit. But so we modified that, but he got radiator hoses. So the K2 hose is about, you know, 95 bucks or so. You need to do, if you choose to do K24 instead of K20, you need to change the post mount. Okay. Which is the motor mount that yeah. goes on the timing side. Yeah. Um, he had bought the OEM one. Um, but you can get the OEM one or um, K-Tune makes a nice billet one. 
just say it's about 100 bucks for okay. that amount, and you need that if you go K24. To be able to do it, yeah. Yeah, he wanted also to do RBC Intake Manifold, which everybody doing a K-Swap you should have to do, do RBC Intake yeah. Manifold. And RBCs are only going more and more expensive. I see him selling used for almost 300 now. Um, so his cut, you know, we modified it a little bit, um, was 365 with an intake gasket. Okay. So That's not too bad with yeah. everything when it comes down to those. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. Really not. Then his next thing was getting into the more expensive shit for the K24, which is putting the K20 oil pump in it so you can rev <laughs> it over 7,000 RPMs. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that's an interesting set. So basically planning on doing pump, chain, guides, guides. bolts, baffle plate, you know, all the random miscellaneous bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're going to be around 800 bucks or so. Okay. So. But that's, do you have to do it if you're doing a K24? There's no point not to. There's I no, because the way that the K24's oil pump is big, it's got a balance shaft, it's, no one likes it, and everyone changes it, and just for longevity of your motor, mm-hmm. to spend a little bit more money is... Especially if you're already going down this avenue, there's no point to cheap out on that, because yeah. that's the one thing, if it does fail, your whole motor fails, you're done. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. you're screwed. So definitely Type S oil pump on K24s, or if you buy a Type S... Just rock the stock pump, you're fine. Yeah. So yeah, if you got baller status, baby. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, that gets you pretty deep into it. Um, uh, his next round was he wanted the LSD for his transmission. Okay. Um. So we. You guys did the LSD with the two. Yeah. Nice. What LSD did you do? Oh, uh, he did wave track. Wave track. We okay. always recommend wave track. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sure everyone's gonna have their own personal opinion, opinion. on what yeah. diff they like. I can tell you why I like wave track, because. Every single one of my cars has it, mm-hmm. including our 1,000-horsepower dry car, yeah. and I've never had a problem. Yeah. And their way that their diffs are designed, for like road racing, let's just say, say you lift the tire, yeah. it's still going to apply um, power to the tire that's on the ground. Okay. Versus it's not going like to slip it where it stops, basically. Right, versus like a, a Quaif or an M-Factory would cut power to both wheels. When it saw zero resistance. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. So WaveTrack's got like some special patent pending bullshit. Okay. Uh, then that's what they say. Is theirs is the only one of a that, gear type that, does that. that actually still continues to apply power to the wheel on the ground. So we did that. It's about 800 bucks. And then for us to install it was 250 Okay. So right around 11, about 100, $1,050. Yeah. We'll just say 800 bucks because someone can probably install it themselves. Yeah. So, And then you got to start talking fuel system, which... He had only bought the basics at first because we custom made all the like lines and fittings and whatever. But you know, you can get away with a 255 fuel pump in a case swap, it's 85 bucks. Yeah, um, I ran that on mine and had yeah. no problem with it. Yeah, and then obviously, <coughs> you know, you need fuel rail regulator, you know, all the little fittings, the lines, mm-hmm. and all that shit. And that just adds up pretty quick, very um, quickly. You know, you need a clutch line, custom clutch line for a case swap. And then, um, he did 50 degree VTC. And, um, you know, and he wanted to do a uh, grams fuel gauge to okay. see the pressure on the regulator. So 50-degree VTC isn't needed. Okay. It's just if you want to make the most power, you put the 50-degree VTC cam gear on the end of the cam. Yeah. So you can, you know, in tuning, they can, you know, adjust, adjust. the VTC more yeah. than just the stock. That's 300 bucks. about, I wouldn't recommend it for everybody unless you're racing the car. Yeah. So I have, like, um, on our K-Swap car... Um, the EG is not 50 degree VTC. It's just stock. Okay. And it made 220. Yeah. And that so. was K. Is that one the K20? Yeah. It's straight K20. K20? Okay. So, um, but it had a different gear on it. So nice. 
That's actually a good option. I didn't really... I've, I've heard of it, but never really dove into it just because I always thought, fuck it, just regular K-Series and let it go. Yeah, I mean, uh, you'll do it on your car, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, well, I have to. Well, you might as well, because you're going to make the more mo- most amount of power. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we already talked about harness. That's pretty much it. I mean, What about the hubs? Header. Yeah, hubs. You can do either uh, Carcepts makes like a 36 mil adapter hub okay. for the EGDC EK, or... You can run insane shafts, which is what he did, because um, you're able to still retain your factory. The factory house with those. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that one. Most people would probably go that route because the, I believe, the hubs from Carceps don't hold me to this, but I think they're like three or four hundred bucks for the hubs, and then you need new bearings and all that shit. Yeah. When you could just get the insane shaft axles, and then still keep the stock stuff yeah but the, the insane shaft axles aren't as nice as a 36 mil axle okay so i would recommend doing a 36 mil axle for race cars which mm-hmm. is what our all of ours i have that's what i had on mine too yeah. yeah but you know you can get away with the insane shafts i mean they say the insane shafts are rated for 400 horsepower so I okay know. i mean i haven't put them to the test on the track I was but, about to say, have you heard of anybody that's... Yeah, I know people that have raced them, and it's been totally fine. That's mm-hmm. why I even recommended this customer said, hey, since you already have good bearings and all this shit in your, you know, and plus his, um, he had a big brake kit that we already put on and, like, stuff like that. I was like, just run these. We'll, yeah. You'll be fine. For what he's going to do with it, he'll be totally fine. It's not like he's going to put, you know, some crazy amount of 600 horsepower to it or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense, son. Yep. What's and, next? Um... I mean, dude, this, so the secondary list that I have is when the car was here. So all the shit that is not the meat and the potatoes, the nice, fun stuff to buy. So the stuff that is on this list is more of like a coolant temp sensor, axle seals, flywheel bolts, all the miscellaneous stuff that every single person out there forgets that they need. Yeah. Um, you know, like little clips and this and that, oil fittings, you know, mm-hmm. coolant, heater hoses, blah, 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 all the... Literally all the rest of the stuff. So the yep. stuff we talked about is the main shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of this is all just miscellaneous. What are we looking at for miscellaneous on? Just for a, a ballpark around a number, <clears throat> just so that the people understand. You know, it's it's not just getting all the meat and potatoes for it. It's you also have to be prepared for the little things that are going to come up when you get into this. All right here, so I'll just kind of go over one page. So <laughs> we, I mean, this is kind of a big part, but we had forgotten all about it because we just ordered axles, the half shaft motor didn't come with a half shaft so that we just ordered on ebay because we didn't want to try to go to a junkyard Mm -hmm. on ebay was 195 dollars. really for a half shaft yeah so then here you got one fitting for the fuel rail was nine bucks another fitting was eight bucks um he needed some subframe bolts because we swapped to eg subframe Mm -hmm. those bolts were 32 bucks um half shaft bolts to hold the half shaft on was 15 bucks Exhaust bolts was eight bucks. Shifter cables, um, since we had to buy, was two seventy. Um, TPS sensor is fifty bucks. Radiator cap twenty bucks. Um, let's see what else. Um, he needed an axle seal for his trans, nineteen bucks. Um, flywheel bolts to put the clutch kit on. Um, coolant temp adapter was twenty four bucks. Pilot bushing was eight bucks. Um, he actually needed transmission bolts to put the transmission together on the motor. So it just um, that just that list just keeps going. Yeah, and going there's once just you start doing just it. little stuff yeah. that you like. Who thinks? Oh, I need to buy an intake air temp sensor when I buy my K swap. Well, yeah. If you're trying to pass emissions and make everything perfect, yeah, you, you have to do it. So yeah. and then there's yeah, just all the random miscellaneous little, you know, radiator fans, radiator fan install, yeah. zip tied things. Um, 
there's just yeah, a lot that just a little a little lot, things. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So on this car, this car is awesome. Uh, I, it's I, beautiful. I love this beautiful. car. This is honestly like it's super cool the way that he wanted to do it. So the way that this customer kind of came in is funny because when I worked at One Six, mm-hmm. he had came in. This was probably shit, probably five years ago. Really. Yeah, he said he's only been saving for three years for it, but I definitely have been out of one six for three years, so we'll just say four years to meet, okay. him, meet in the middle. So four years ago, he came into one six and asked us, "Hey, I have this EK. Um, I want to do a swap on it. I'm not sure if does it make more sense for me to go B or K." And back then, I kind of had talked to him a little bit, About and I kind of told him that B was probably the way to go. Do B twenty, yeah, because um, K stuff was you know, I mean, K prices have went up a little, but B prices have went up a lot. Uh, a shitload. So, so he had came in um, when we first opened this location, and he's like, "Yeah, this used to be one six And I was like, yeah, "I remember talking to you, and we had talked, and we had settled on a case swap." So, but he wanted to do it like all out. Like literally, he wants this car to never have a problem. I mean, obviously, anything can have a problem, but when you have a race our car. goal is to never have a problem. Pass emissions. It still has heat. It still has AC. It has power steering. I didn't know all that. It's it has everything. Heat and AC. It has everything. He can drive it to emissions right now. Pass flying colors. No problem. The car is 100% an update. It's a, basically if you would buy an EK in 2022 with a K-Swap, like, that's what I feel like this car is. Let's, Dude, I didn't know it had all that. Yeah, that changes everything for it's me. It's super awesome. Yeah, That is fucking sweet. Yeah, so like I said, this car is turnkey. <laughs> You hit the AC on, it's going to blow cold. You turn the heat on, it's going to blow hot. Power steering works, feels normal. Like He, he did that the right way. He did it the right way. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, the the car is 100% a daily car. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm mad at him for driving in the winter. He told me he was going to get another car, but. He's going to drive it in the winter. He's got he? another car, a nice STI, and he doesn't want that because he's going to try and sell it or something. An and, STI? Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd put that case and, off Andy, away. Andy made him a name tag on his key that said winter beater. Yeah. <laughs> but the no. car's super nice. It's it's sad he's going to drive in winter, but hopefully he gets something else. Yeah. But, yeah, so this car, like I said, is turnkey. If someone wanted to come in here, so this car came in bone stock-ish. You know, obviously it had, like, like D little series, mods. Right? Single cam, yep. Yeah. And for us to do K-Swap, and he bought everything from us, you mm-hmm. know, as piece by piece. Someone that wanted the same setup as him, I would say plan on spending about 15 grand. I mean, that's a, it, when you hear that number, you're like, damn, that's, that's no way. Like that shit's way too much. Yeah. I could go buy a case swap for that, this and this, oh, but yeah. It, yeah, you could find one, but it's not to the level of what that is. Good. And also I highly recommend doing that type of high level stuff when you're, if you want to really drive the car, oh, yeah. if it's a race car, okay, you can, you can miss out on the ac emissions right, yeah. and all that crap. well i mean that's that the ac the power steering really had a a, a play in how much that that cost because that's mm-hmm. a lot more labor for us to be able to make the ac the power steering the heat to route everything and yeah, do it, all that it's, yeah you know and it's got to look nice so yeah. i mean dude i can't charge by the hour for k-swaps mm-hmm. because someone would probably punch me if i gave them their bill <laughs> but i can bet that we probably have about a hundred or more labor hours into his car. Really? I didn't know it was that we, much. We worked on it for a hundred percent a full week. And then there was still a couple weeks. Like we'd work on it for a day and then the next day we'd take a day off. So if I had to round up, I'd say we're close between 80 and a hundred hours. Fuck of labor, you know, but we also did big break kit. 
um, subframe, mm-hmm. the subframe swap. We aligned the car. So well, the big brake kit, what did, what did, did you do like the, the Mini Cooper swap? Or no, whatever he bought a Willwood big brake kit. Oh, really? Like he went all out. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes, yeah. so that also plays in price. Yeah. So, I mean, if someone wanted the K-swap without heat AC, nicely done. Um, we just did that on another car. Um, you're, you're about 10 grand. Yeah. I, so. I've always thought if you don't have something already kind of set up for it, right. it's usually around 10 to 12 yeah. grand. Uh, if you if you think about it, I mean, when people come in here and say, "Hey, I'm going to case swap my car. How much do you think it's going to cost me?" I say, in parts, plan on spending between seven to ten grand. Mm-hmm. If you know you want us to do it, labor for case swaps, you know, it varies by car. Just because if your car's a super crusty turd piece of shit, and I have to spend a bunch of times taking out broken bolts and shit like that, it's going to cost more. But I mean. Generally, I try to be around the fifteen hundred ish labor range because I am losing at that, but I'm I feel like it's fair for everybody because mm-hmm. to do a case swap is not easy. The wiring is, you know, it's it's easy for people like us because we do it every day, but for someone that doesn't know that type of shit, it's a big deal. It is. It was a bitch when I did mine. Yeah, and I'm not fluent with that type of stuff, and it, it, it's a bitch. We we find a lot of people that bring us their cars that say. Yeah, I got the hard part done for you. Uh, the motor's in, and I'm like, no, Thanks. no, but that's easy part. <laughs> you just made it. You just made it much harder for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I have had someone bring me uh, a swap with the motor, in and I had to take it back out. So, really? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I mean, it don't make sense. It, yeah. It's probably a little easier to skip get a step, or you know, it's mm-hmm. easier to change the subframe, and you know, whatever. So, yeah. but all right, so we're looking at about between variant a variance of ten between ten and fifteen k, depending on what route you want to go the level yeah the level and what you're going to do with the car angle like i said tony's car has a little extra stuff because the coolest thing is that when people think they're like wait you can pass emissions on k pro well if you do it right yes you can so we spent the extra time to make sure that he could drive his car in any state and be fine that's right there is something that I was did not know, and I'm very surprised about, and it makes me rethink a lot of things when it comes down to K swapping a Honda. Just because if I can get a K swap and have AC, heat, power steering, pass emissions, and be good, yeah, I don't need to go buy a new car. I mean, I always, think, <laughs> I always think, dude, it would be sick if Honda would come out with a revised, but looks like an older chassis Honda. Like, exactly. I mean. <laughs> it, most of the public isn't going to buy it, but no. people like us would be like, dude, that's awesome. Let me get one. I'm dropping so everything. Let's go. <laughs> that's kind of like what I tried to do with his car. Yeah. Um, I mean, it turned out great. If no. anybody, there's pictures on RudsRacing.com yeah. or not Rudsracing, uh, Racing Facebook and yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Uh, go check it out. I'm telling you, it's the Red EK. It is a yeah. beautiful car. It's nice. It's well done. Yeah, they they did a good job. And like, obviously, you don't get that wow factor as much when you pop the hood because it has AC lines. All it has power stuff. steering lines. Yeah. It has the stock harness that we had the route. It's got the EVAP canister still mm-hmm. in there. So, like, there's a lot of shit crammed in his engine bay. So, like, you know, we've done nice case swaps. Like, on if you want to go look at the green one, look at the yeah. engine bay on that car. Things, you know, super nice and still yeah. using a good harness and stuff like that. So, it doesn't have that wow factor, but it has that daily driver perfectness to it. That you know? feel to it. So, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, I drove it this morning. I just pulled it out of the shop to pull it up front because he was going to come pick it up and i did like a little for our new youtube series that we're trying to do i did like a little video of it yeah um so yeah i just i barely drove it i'm like man this thing's awesome <laughs> i gotta get out of this i'm not gonna want to get rid of it. <laughs> none of my case swaps have power steering 
Dude. And it, it was like, whoa. I don't think I've ever had a Honda with power steering. I'll be 100% honest with you. Yeah, and we rebuilt his power steering rack, so it's like all new, like perfect. I mean, he's going to be living the dream. Oh. I mean, the Honda dream. He baby. already called me on his way home, and he's like, dude, I love it, everything. The only thing he wasn't happy is he um, the exhaust a little loud. It's yeah, a full three-inch. It's got a cat and a vibrant muffler, it's, which it's, me, uh, I think it sounds perfect. It's not loud to me, but I'm different. Is he on the so, highway? I mean, if he's he, yeah, saying it's loud on the highway, well, it's, yeah, it's just in be. general, you know. But he's also probably used to cars that have resonators, factory resonators, mm-hmm. plus a muffler and a cat. So, yeah, we're just going to put a resonator in it, and then he'll be happy. But yeah. you need to have the three-inch to make the power. Yeah. So If you want to have any fun with it. Well, I guess that's not if you want to have any fun with it. Just Yeah, but if you would have did a two-and-a-half-inch, it just starts to sound raspy. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't down for that, so <laughs> I'm glad he let me make the exhaust the way I did. But if... You know, you got to make a change, we'll make a change. Yep. Whatever he likes at the end of the day. We can adjust. We can adjust. All right. So we're going to get away from the K-Swap. Yeah. And we're going to get into something that me personally am very excited to talk about. Yeah. So let's get into your new GLTC car that you're working on. Um, It's not a car. (laughs) Correct me. What is it? All right. So I am building um, my first car truck. Which yeah. is uh, see, it's um, hard to get away from that car yeah, thing. <laughs> it is. So the first, my first vehicle, vehicle <laughs> that uh, I had gotten when I turned sixteen. Actually, I got it when I was fifteen, but um, my mom's dad had a '94 Chevy S10. Didn't you say that's how you learned how to drive stick? I did. Mm-hmm. So my mom taught me how to drive stick on that '94 Chevy S10. Yeah, baby. And uh, it was super nice. It was. They repainted it for me. It was fresh. There was no rust. Yeah. In high school, I did your typical. It's Fast and Fierce time, I put neons on it and a muffler, and it was just a four-cylinder S10. <laughs> but I loved that thing. <laughs> I loved it, but I wanted to build a Honda, mm-hmm. so I sold it, and then I got a Honda. Yeah. But, yeah, so my new GLTC build is a Chevy S10. What year? Oh, I just bought it. I don't uh, – I think it's – oh, no, it's a 2002. I was about to say. I so You told me before. I was going to say. It's still that generation – it's mm-hmm. just the 94 had square headlights, and the 2002 has, like, the longer rectangular yes. headlights, yep. which I'm going to change the front end to the square body headlights anyways. I like the square body more, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it's going to look better, and it's going to fit the theme of the build. Yep. So where are you at at this point with it? Right now, it is uh, torn on to a bare frame. Mm-hmm. Um, the rear end is cut out of it and scrapped. The motor we rolled out of the shop in, like, one hole. Like, so we took the cab off and then pulled the motor, and it was trans- all as one yeah literally we rolled it outside the gate it was 9 30 10 o'clock at night when we were done the next morning when we showed up for work it was gone really <laughs> somebody took it the scrappers picked it up <laughs> yeah dude those people just driving dude, around they, all night they had this to, they had to smell it because we come in at nine in the morning so God, so from 10 at night to nine in the morning they, i had already picked up a full Dude, this is motor, trans, radiator, everything we took out of it, and it was already gone. And, and nobody's like, walking around yeah. with a lift. and I mean, not a lift, like a, a, a stand yeah. or anything like that. I, like, I don't know how they did it. But, yeah, they scooped that, that shit up quick. And it was behind the garage or behind the shop, but, like, we have a fenced-in locked area. Mm-hmm. But it was outside of that. So, like, it's, they know that I put scrap there sometimes. Yeah. But it's just I was expecting to take a couple days, yeah, not a- six hours. <laughs> no, I bet you somebody comes around here almost every night. Looking to see yeah, if there's I'm anything sure. out there. So yeah, in, in this area, that's where that's where we're chilling. Um, so Specs. as everyone already knows, I raced the Integra in GLTC last year, and I haven't built my my personal self a car in a while. Long um, time. It's yeah, been over like 
I mean, my EK is kind of like an always evolving thing, but I haven't actually like added anything to that in probably five years. So I was about to say, I think since I've just about since I've known you, I haven't seen you build your own car from scrap. I haven't built myself a personal car since my EK. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I mean, besides like a circle track, but mm-hmm. I haven't built myself a personal car and yeah, it's been like 10 or so years. Yeah. So this one is for me and luckily, mm-hmm. I mean, it's for me, but we're actually going to design, um, we're going to design some stuff on it that okay. is going to be like a product for sale. Okay. So I'm kind of using it as like a business tool along with my new race car. I mean, it's a good idea. Yeah. So I had asked Adam, uh, Adam Jabay, that kind of is the creator of GLTC. Mm-hmm. I had to ask him, hey, is this going to be okay for me to run this in the series next year? And I asked him at one of our last races and he was like, this is going to be the coolest shit out there. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> But I had to ask him because I'm doing some shit with the rear end to make sure that it was going to be legal. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't have did it. So, yeah, he said it was going to be awesome, and it's going to be um, K24, which the motor is done and built already. Can we so. talk about the build at all about that, or are you going to keep that more on the... The motor? Yeah. The motor build? No, oh, I'll share it. I like I, I like what you've done with it. That's the only reason why I asked, because I like how the parts and everything that you've put into it, because we've spoken about it, and I, yeah. I, I think it's very interesting the way that you went about it, because I don't think many people would actually go that way. I think they would just go full forward, like everything, yeah. like buying all those all their brand new rods and all that crap. So I, I think it's interesting the way you did it. So I'm not sure if it's going to work. Oh, so interesting. D- disclaimer is this combination might be awesome. It might suck. It might Ooh. blow up as soon as I start it. It might make a good amount of power and torque. Has there been anybody else that's done it? Not that I know. All right, let's get into what you did. Um, So, I mean, it's really not that. I know it's not that. It's not depth. that crazy. And I'm sure people have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has, it's a K24 block. Um, it has RDX rods. And because it came out of the turbo RDX, so they're forged. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, be a little stronger, but it's the same. Everything else is the same as a regular rod. Yep. Um, with a newer um, TSX piston, so it has a higher dome. Okay. For higher compression, so it's a, a higher compression OEM piston still. Do you know what the compression would be on it then? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I wish I could say I did, but I don't. I okay. don't. I'm not that smart with like trying to find when it comes chamber volumes and what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that. There was a little piss in the valve. It's getting close. Okay. So, you know, we had to make some modifications there. It's about to say how close. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough that I had to make some modifications. (laughs) So um, it does have a K20 head. And I'm using the head that was my brother's backup head um, for our drag car. It was our backup head for that. I'm using that head because I would never put that head on that drag car ever again. Because we're past that point, so mm-hmm. we're in the four piston head stuff now. Okay. So the head is just a regular K twenty head, but it has super tech um springs, retainers, valves and um, all that. The valves are stock. Okay. Maybe. Oh no. <laughs> no, actually I did change the valves. So it does have flat valves. Okay. Um so it's got flat valves in it. And yeah, everything else is stock. So guides, seals, super tech springs, retainers, and then flat valves. But I put DC5 type R cams in it. So we'll That's see how that does. Yeah. I've never. That's interesting. I've never ran them on this type of setup before. I, what I is mean, the. Do, do you know what any type of advantage there would be with that? The, the type R cams have different um, duration and lift than like a regular type S. Okay. So the lift isn't like crazy different. 
Um, actually, on the exhaust cam, I believe it's a little bit smaller than really? the Type S on the VTEC lobe, but it has a different duration. Okay. So the length that it's open, you know, it's different, as it comes around, is, yeah. long, is longer than the Type oh, R. Oh, it's so longer. I'm hoping that it'll make more torque. Could that be issues with tuning as well? No, Mikey knows everything. So? No, okay, yeah. I forgot we're f- we fuck with Mikey, so yeah. we ain't got well, shit to worry about. Um, Mark from 1.6 had done Type R cams in his drag car. Okay. And he made 275 on a K24 Type R cam. Really? Setup. So, yeah, on E with a dual throttle body RBC. But you talking about, are you, you going to be going E? No. Well, you, can you? Yeah, you can. You can? Yeah. At GLTC? So, GLTC, yeah, it's not. There's no fuel regulations? Me. There might be some crazy, like, from crazy well, fuels, but I, I, I know that, actually, I don't think there is. So, it's all power to weight. So, so I can run methanol? I would think so <laughs> if, you want, <laughs> if you wanted to. I don't need a radiator. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so we're going to have, uh, I'm, I just don't know how much weight it's going to be. The truck's going to be. Well, I'm, I'm shooting for under 2,800. Okay. Um, Let's let's get back into the powertrain. So motor got that. Yeah. So what's K-Sop motor done? Yeah, everyone knows that. But we're doing BMW transmission. Okay, BMW transmission. What 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 yep. BMW? So I have the ZF five speed transmission. Okay. Um, and I had bought the K Miata adapter plate. Okay. So that K Miata adapter plate is a really nice piece. Um, if anyone needs anything from or K Power Industries, sorry, I'm used <laughs> to K Miata because that's what they, that's <laughs> what they started out. But it's K Power. Um, if anyone needs anything, they're local to us in Illinois as well. Um, we kind of know a guy. Yeah, I can get you stuff from them. Um, they got us set up. So if we need anything, you can order it through me or you can order direct through them. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we got their adapter plate, and then I ordered a Clutch Masters clutch. Okay. Their plate comes with a flywheel. Uh, single disc? Yes. Single disc? Okay. Yeah, I don't – I'm not – just I, I'm just I gotta ask these yeah. questions. No, just sing, sing these questions. I didn't because of the twin uses its own flywheel. I don't know if it would work with their flywheel because okay. you have to use their flywheel. Okay, that makes so, sense. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clutch Masters clutch ZF five speed trans so that motor and trans it's together. They were obviously we're do a custom drive shaft. Okay, custom drive shafts. Uh, rear end. So that's where it gets. That's why I had to ask Adam. So we're we're running um, a Corvette C four whole rear subframe why did you got, decide to go with the c4 because the s10 is independent or is not independent rear suspension okay um and the c4 vet is independent rear suspension so i'll be able to adjust camber caster okay all that shit versus the s10 which is solid rear axle which you can't adjust nothing okay you could put yeah. a four link on it and you know adjust a little bit of stuff but not nearly what you're gonna need to in a race car yeah especially yeah. with dltc car yeah well i mean there's people out there that race solid rear axle cars and they're totally fine mm-hmm. but for me, I wanted the adjustability, and this is where we're going to try to develop a product Okay. Um, in making our own plates to make the C4 Corvette fit the S10 frame. So the Corvette is um, like the width and everything kind of worked out and the way the frame is and the way that it has the aluminum subframe. It, we're going to be able to make bracketry off of the stock frame that just goes to the Corvette subframe. That's going to be very interesting to see that process. Uh, I'm, I'm. That's why I'm, I'm excited to talk about this yeah. because it's kind of innovative and I haven't really seen. So much. I'm, I'm not going to claim that I'm the first one to do it. Well, I'm sure somebody's. Done I saw, it. Yeah. I saw an S10 um, that had a Corvette C4 rear done mm-hmm. already, and that's kind of where it sparked my idea of, oh yeah, that would be, that is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But no one makes a plate kit for it. So we're going to make kind of like a do-it-yourself kit for all the people that, I mean, 
It's kind of like a, it's almost like a four link that you can get where you can bring it and weld everything into it and kind of do yeah, it that way. That and just mounting the subframe to the body. Okay. So I'm not like in this industry, like slammed S10s and stuff like that, but I know that there's a shit ton of people out there that bag S10s, they swap them, they do yeah. tons of shit. Yeah. So if I can just make one piece of the puzzle, dude, you can get C4 Corvettes. They're everywhere. Oh, I yeah. bought that rear end for $300 complete. Axles, brake, really? Brakes, axles, diff. Dude even gave me an extra bunch of extra shit that I didn't need. Yeah, because I mean, dude, those C4 I, I mean, Corvette. I mean, I, it ain't the coolest yeah. Corvette on the market, you know. So well, once you start C6, C7, C8s now and all right. that crap. So there's a fuck ton of C4s, and it's just parts are easily available. You go on eBay right now and buy a rear end for six hundred bucks. Shit, three hundred bucks for all that though. That's so no, I got a hell of a deal. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. So there's a lot of. There's a lot of rear ends out there, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of S10s, and there's a lot of people that modify S10s in the bag community and stuff like that. So okay. this would be kind of like a cheaper, easier, independent rear suspension is going to ride nicer. You're going to be able to do more shit with it. So yeah. I think it might be cool for us. If not, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, we got to build them. It is. We got to build them anyways for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So why not try to make a product out of it? So what, what were you saying about having to talk to them about making sure that you would be in compliance? Well, because I'm taking a rear end from another car. And putting it in the S10. Oh. Okay. So I'm technically, because it says no modifications of the frames. Yes. But I obviously have to modify, I have to weld to it mm-hmm. to fit it. Yeah. So per the rules, it says. Has to be a factory car, basically. Yeah. Please yeah. don't change the rules ever because I would like to continue to race this. What we're doing. <laughs> but um, it says you can do a rear subframe swap if the car that the subframe came from is gldc legal c4s are legal so you can race a c4 vet so it's not, not like some kit car you know what i mean yeah. so c4 corvette and we were able to do it so fuck yeah we got here's your rundown you got an s10 you got a k-swap you got a bmw transmission and you have a corvette rear end we're doing corvette um c6 front brakes okay and the rest why'd you decide to go with that just bigger just because it's a pretty straightforward bolt-on for the s10 okay so conversion just like the and the Honda's the Mini Cooper Type R. Yeah. The C6 Corvette brakes is like the S10 thing. Yep. Andy's really good with S10s. He's built a fuck ton of them. He's built a ton of nice show ones for like the old guy he used to work for. See, I didn't know that until I was in here the other time and he was yeah. telling me about it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> so Andy Andy actually prior, I would say prior to working here, had less Honda knowledge than he did for like Years. American muscle slash S10 bag knowledge he's pretty vast when it comes down to uh, so his, he, his automatic yeah. knowledge so yeah it was pretty cool he knew a lot of automotive shit sorry automotive knowledge. <laughs> he knew he knew a lot of shit so that i was comfortable like hey let's tackle the s10 mm-hmm. so my big question i know the cab's off how is the cage going to be put into this is is the cage going to be built before the cab or are you putting the cab on then built in around the cab with it so in order to be safe and legal the cage needs to go to the frame of the truck. So that's first. So it has to pass through the the cab. Cab. Okay. So <clears throat> I've seen some some frame cars where they're just welded inside the cab or whatever body. It's a little sketchy. And then what happens when the cab separates from the frame in an accident and you just go rolling around in a big ball? So, um, yeah, don't recommend that. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to weld, I don't know what they call them, but basically a plate Yeah. that extends off of the frame 
Okay. That I'll weld the cage to that, which is attached to the frame. Okay. So I'll cut the cab. I'll cut a, I'll cut the floor the through. Well, I'll cut the floor of the cab. All right. Enough that I can weld. And, um, yeah, someone's pulling in a car, yeah. so I got distracted. <laughs> I think the guys in the shop are pulling it in. It's probably, yeah, back there. So, anyways, so, yeah. So, I'm going to cut the floor of the truck, build the cage, and weld it, and then I'll I'll recover the floor when I'm done. Okay. That makes more sense, then. So, that yeah, you, you technically, it won't. it's not welded to the cap. Yeah. But when I close the floor, then I'm going to weld the kicker bar from that to the cab. So the cab will be secured to the cage, but the cage is secured to the frame. Okay. So only reason for doing that is because I don't want the cab to go bouncing around too. So yeah. just if anything happens. I don't know if you have to do that, but I'm going to do that anyways. Well, you know exactly. You know what you're doing when it comes down to building cages. So it, it, yeah, I like to think the, I do. You, you'd, you'll <laughs> have the knowledge. You'll have the knowledge. Yeah. So yeah, and then the back half of the cage is going to it's gonna be a Lexon rear window, mm-hmm. and it's just going to go through that to the yeah. bed. Okay. Or to the frame in the back, pass through the bed. Fuel still going to be in, in the bed. Is the, it going to be sitting in the bed, or is or it's not going to be, gonna in, be in the bed? It's going to be. I'm not 100 percent set on it, but it's going to be in the back. Okay. Um, but probably like lower because I want to keep most of the weight down. That's what I wasn't sure if you're going to put it like on top, like how some of them guys do, like actually like yeah. it's sitting in the bed, or if you're going to kind of put it almost underneath. I'm going to kind of see where I have room. If I can go in front of the um the diff mm-hmm. stuff maybe um but For weight but also yeah i'm gonna need weight in the rear as well mm-hmm. so if i go behind the diff which is most likely where it's gonna be kind of like where the factory gas tank would be i'm gonna have to build like a containment cage around it so if anyone hits it and i'm obviously gonna get a bladder type one so it can't get punctured and yeah blow me up but that's yeah because i'm gonna need weight back there so it's likely gonna be towards the back but like half between the body of the bed and mm-hmm. the bottom but the bed is actually going to be closed off. So it's, really? it's not going to be open. How are you going to close it off? Sheet metal or something. Are you going to be able to open it, though? You have to be, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'll be able to, like, pop that bitch do open. Do something, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm basically building a NASCAR truck. I'm fucking excited to see So it. anyone who's watched Days of Thunder, which if you listen to this and you haven't watched Days of Thunder. You, you better just, go watch it You right can now. hang up now because we don't want you as a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. He's never watched Days of Thunder? Not the full thing. Damn, that car's loud. Turbo B series. Really? Well, yeah. So we're. Is that Boosted John? No, Boosted John can't make it tonight. He said he had to work late. Oh, I'll show you that car later. It's a pretty, pretty, see, pretty I, built EK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, so I'm copying the livery from the Mellow Yellow Cold Trickle car, but instead of Mellow Yellow, it's just gonna say Rudd's Racing. But then everything else is going to be 100% like the stickers, like the sponsor stickers, like all that shit is going to be copied from the Days of Thunder car. <laughs> Dude, then, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I cannot so wait. I'm going to make, you know, the seat like super low, like NASCAR, like Earnhardt, like, yeah, super. So look, let me just ask this one question. We're not going to dive too deep into it. Are you worried about strictly being front wheel drive most of your, your driving career all to going to, re- to rear wheel now? Yes. Because I've, I've heard from many people that it's a much different situation yeah. when you're coming into everything. So here, let's look at it like this. I'm not planning to come out JLTC and win yeah. with this my first year. Mm-hmm. I am building it to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And I think in the right hands, it can be competitive. And I think that I will be competitive. But mm-hmm. 
it's going to be a learning curve for me to go from front-wheel drive to rear-wheel drive. I've been driving front-wheel drive cars for my whole life. Now I'm going to a rear-wheel drive car. Yes, I'm nervous. But okay. I'm confident after how much I progressed as a driver in JLTC in this year. year. Yeah. As much as I progressed even in front-wheel drive, I know that it's not going to take long, and I'm just going to You'll, you'll get the feel for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean front-wheel drive, the only thing that scares me is because I'm so used to when shit hits the fan, floor it. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Like, I just floor it. Yeah. And pull myself out Oh, she's out coming around. <laughs> so now um, I do that, it's not going to work. No. So, yeah, a little nervous. Change your instincts a little bit, you'll be fine. You'll have one time where you probably spent out. A uh, couple. You'll have, you'll have a couple of them. All right, uh, we'll, we'll just say one. We'll, we'll keep it at one. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll knock on some wood. I'm not too, I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm worried, yes, but... I'm confident. Fuck it. You know, I'm just going to send it regardless. Fuck it. So, fuck it. I mean, I mean, you know somebody that can fix anything that happens. Yeah. Right? yeah. Andy's going to have a baby soon, so I'm going to be working on a thing by myself for a couple weeks. Andy? Oh, forgot about that. Yep. That's when why is, the shop is kind of like. When is that popping out? Here soon, right? Like, soon, soon. So, well, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> yep. It's going to be fun. I mean, I'm excited for them. So yep. that's cool. Good for them. Good for them. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Obviously, I'm excited to see the S10 get done, man. I'm yeah. excited for the S10. Obviously, if you guys have any other questions when it comes down to case swapping anything, go ahead and give us a call. RudsRacing.com. Obviously, a place that you can go and find any parts. Ruds Racing on Facebook. Ruds Racing on Instagram. And just hit us up if you need anything at all. If you want to start talking about S10s, you can go ahead and jump into it and do it as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to talk to anyone about S10 except for my own stuff. So. All right, then we'll talk about S10s in a couple months. We'll talk about this later. But we're going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, hey, we got a question. Oh, we got a fucking question? Yeah. Oh. We got, we got one question. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Andy says, since he's probably still driving on his way home, what would be a better motor for my Skyline, a Galio 12 or a Galio 24? <laughs> <laughs> 24 duh do it anyways yeah we out of here we're fucking getting out of here man everybody have a good night obviously if you need anything you know where to go we're always here talk to y'all later see you man peace